0: Welcome back to the Ancient World Outdoor Edition, Lyceum Edition, the third warm-up episode on the new podcast, Lyceum Outdoor Edition podcast, and this one will be about something we spent a lot of time on yesterday, which was the Renaissance Humanism, and then Manetti and uh, Mirandola in the 1400s, and also how they, both of them wrote a treaty called On the Dignity of Man as a... response or reaction to the treaty called The Misery of Man, written by Pope Innocent the Third, about 150-ish years earlier. So, uh, it's interesting to see because we're seeing this in relation to Dante's Divine Comedy and then what is the general idea and feeling of what humanism uh, is kind of founded on And how we can see when you read it, it's a little bit different than what we expected to really kind of go in reading the source in both English and Italian, because they do set the human in the center, but they do it still within a cosmology that is divine and theology. So, what they 're doing is just they're saying that the, like the human is a is a miracle, and the human is in the center of the divine creation, but they 're not dismissing the heavens, but this happens afterwards, so like gradually it becomes more and more that the humanism is is a sort of a uh, only looking at the human and uh, putting human at the top of of existence, which is not the argument that was made in the first place, and especially in uh, Mirandola, because he is very young when he writes this he's twenty four years old he's He's known to do this syncretism of of the the Latin the Greek uh, the Hebrew, also Persian, also other kind of traditions that he is pulling in, but it's mostly um, a version of the established medieval Latin cosmology with some borrowings and some quotes to make the argument that many things are expressed um, in similar ways. So some concepts seems to be expressed in similar ways in different cultures and traditions. Uh, and he also has a part of what Kabbalah is like more the mysticism of the Jewish tradition. But back to the point with Mirandola, it's only 32 pages long, his treaty on the dignity of man. But he's firmly saying that, uh, the, the aspiration is to, to put humans at the level of the angels, um, and he is constantly referring to Dionysius with with the seraphim, the cherubim, the thrones, and this is kind of the framework still. So, but the thing with Mirandola is that he has some phrase, uh, phrases, some paragraphs that are very quotable, and that has been taken out, and then that made his his little uh, speech, oration, as he called it, kind of the manifest for the for the Italian humanism. But it's uh, it's seen differently now than how it what's in the original and the argument that he's making originally. Okay, so this was like almost four minutes already. <laughs> so uh, Manetti, on the other hand, is very different. So Mirandola was um, writing this in his twenties. He he dies at 31 years old, which was now um, there was a kind of a, a bit of a mystery. But just uh, ten years ago or so, they have now. <laughs> they they dug up the grave and they found out that he was indeed poisoned by arsenic, and this is probably uh, something to do with Lorenzo de Medici, Piero de Medici, also Savonarola, and the politics of Florence at the time. So he passed away very early. But Manetti is a very different writer. He is much more uh, measured in his tone. He writes history when he's in his fifties, so he um, makes a much more a kind of a temperate argument about why Pope Innocent III makes a one-sided argument. He's only focusing on the negative aspects of, of the human condition. And then he tries to draw on the classical sources uh, to, to, to show how this, there is also a marvelous, bright, uh, and wondrous and glorious side of the human, the human nature, the human body, and the human condition. So, we're going to uh, stop this one here, uh, but it's interesting to see how things could often, this happens so many times, that people make an argument, they write a book, they write a treaty, and that is being used in ways they might not have been, might not have intended in the first place, and that sort of becomes the legacy in the, uh, in, in kind of this shifting thing that is kind of the public perception, but but um, still, they do shift the the view to a more positive one, but they're not yet dismissing the theological framework of the time. So, just wanted to put that stuff in here, and we're going to keep working on this, this topic as well. So, with that, um, hope you're still having a great day, and have a great afternoon. And as always, thank you so much for listening, and see you again in the next episode.